In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. There was an article a number of years ago written in a journal of Lutheran theology entitled Logia that people were prone to treat church like a vending machine. The church is just a place where you go when you need a quick something, like a vending machine. So you put money into the machine and hit the button for a quick baptism. About 12 years later, you come back and hit the button for a confirmation. About 10 to 15 years later, you come back and hit the button for a wedding, and then somewhere down in the bottom of the buttons, eventually you know you're going to hit the one that lasts one for a funeral. Besides a vending machine, other, another really good illustration of the way we treat church is a drive through We want to treat Jesus like we treat our fast food. Cheap, but not a lot of commitment. I'll take number one, a baptism, but hold the church attendance and all the stuff about teaching my children the Christian faith. I don't want the extras. I'll take a wedding, but I don't really want the stuff about Jesus with it. Drive through Christianity. Today it's easy. You can watch online. Never even have to leave the house. Get your sermon by podcast. Out of the ten lepers that begged for Jesus for mercy, nine of them only wanted, nine of them wanted a drive-through Jesus. Jesus healed all ten of them of their leprosy, but for the nine, that's what it seems that they wanted from him, was a drive-through Jesus. They didn't even need to go back to him at all, not to say thanks, not for anything really. They got what they wanted from Jesus and they walked on. So it seems. Now, of course, they were excited. They couldn't wait to get back to their lives, to get back to their family and friends. Leprosy was a lonely existence. You couldn't be around others because it was so contagious. So you might sympathize with these nine lepers because you know how desperate they were to get back to their family and their lives. But is anything And I mean anything more important than more urgent than Jesus. Jesus tells them, go and show yourselves to the priests, and they start running away. They look down at their skin and realize that the leprosy has disappeared at the word of Jesus. At that point, right there at that moment, is there anything more important than Jesus? No, there isn't. At that point, everything else can wait, even getting back to family and friends. Anything can wait to go back to this Jesus who healed you, to give him thanks and praise and discover just who he is who gave you your life back. Our leprosy is sin. You can't see its sores and its blisters It's rashes all over your skin, but you can see it in your heart, in your mind, 
and in our actions. Just like the lepers, we have cried out for mercy for Jesus to heal us. Jesus, have mercy on us. We've asked Jesus to help us. We've asked him to, to baptize us and wash away our sins. We've asked him to hear our confession and grant us forgiveness. We've asked him to take away death and give us eternal life. And Jesus has done all of that. He's healed you completely. Every dirty, disgusting, contagious sin of all of our past years up to the disgusting sins of yesterday, Jesus has taken them all away. Yet what does he often get from us? Well, thanks, Jesus. See you later. I've got some more important things to take care of today. I'll come through the drive-thru again when I need something. But there's one leper out of those ten lepers that shows you and me a better way. There's one leper that gets it. That's nothing is more important than Jesus. And there he is, running back to Jesus, falling on his face at Jesus' feet, thanking him for his mercy and grace. There he is saying to you and me that there is no drive through Jesus. This is a Jesus who wants to be with you all the time. This is a Jesus that you invite into your home, to your dinner table, and say, come Lord Jesus, be our guest. Let these gifts to us be blessed. This is a Jesus that you walk with every st single step of every single day. What this one leper truly shows us is a devoted, tenacious faith in him. He doesn't want you to go to a drive through church here again today and get a quick bite and then forget about it within an hour. He wants to go with you all the way. Here's where there's a little bit of confusion that comes up in the gospel reading for today. At the very end of the story, Jesus tells this one leper, rise, go your way. Well, that's just two words in the original Greek. The first one is rise. Because the one leper is down on Jesus' feet. The second Greek word is go. But the problem is, is when you put that into English. Every time I read this story in an English Bible, the way that I hear it is that Jesus is telling this one leper to leave, to go away. To go back home, or whatever is the case. So it basically sounds this, so good of you to come back here and thank me and believe in me. But now I'll see you later. Have a nice life. But that's a total misinterpretation. Jesus doesn't tell him to leave. Jesus tells him to move with him. What if I said it this way? Rise and let us go together. Your people will be my people. Where you go, I will go. You see the difference? Jesus is telling him to go from the place he was to a new place, a new life. His faith in Jesus has now made him well and saved him. He can leave behind the life of leprosy and enter into the life and community of Jesus. That's what faith does. It goes with Jesus all the way. Not away from him. Always with him. 
Right here today, you've, been, you've asked Jesus again for mercy. We did it in the confession of sins. And he has healed you again. He's forgiven all of your sins. Right here at this altar, he will give you his very body and blood for you to eat and drink for the forgiveness of your sins and for the strengthening of your faith. You'll kneel here before Jesus like the one Samaritan leper, giving him thanks for all that he has done for you. This isn't a drive through you don't leave at 9 o'clock or 11.45 and say, Thanks, Jesus. See you later. No, he said, Rise. Let's go together. Your faith has made you well. Faith in Jesus is our whole life. It's in our entire worldview. It's how we see in everything we do and say and act. It's not like we have our real life over here somewhere and then we come over to the drive through Jesus once in a while or on a Sunday to get that greasy food fix. Faith is in every Sunday, every week, every day, every hour, every minute life. Everything we do, we do in faith in the Son of God who gave His life for us. Now what does that mean for your life? The Apostle Paul puts it so beautifully in the book of Galatians in chapter 5. He says, he tells us to walk with Jesus and we'll have the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of faith and love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Those are all the things that that one leper walked away with when he came back to Jesus. And those are the things that we walk away with when you walk with Jesus, Jesus says, rise, let's go together in love and peace and patience and kindness and so forth. They're all yours. So often the Apostle Paul uses the term walk to describe our life with Jesus or running a race. And that's the perfect word because it gives you this picture that every single step you take, you take with Jesus in His Holy Spirit, there's never a step that you go on this pathway of faith that you don't go with Jesus. He says, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Those are the things of sexual immorality and idolatry and jealousy, fits of anger, divisions, drunkenness, he says. If you treat Jesus like a drive through then those are the things that are waiting for you whenever you leave Jesus. And the devil is just waiting for you to drive through and then once when you're vulnerable again, he'll attack you. If you leave Jesus behind, if you're not praying, if you're not devoting yourself to God's word, if you're not going to church each and every Sunday and receiving his gifts, the devil is well aware and he will hit you like a big easy target every time. If you walk every step with Jesus in faith, then you'll more and more resist the devil and his temptations and will more and more enjoy the fruits of the spirits. You and I can truly learn to, to truly love, to truly find joy and peace in every step of this path, to find that peace which surpasses all understanding, to be patient with others, to be kind to one another, to use and see the goodness of God all around us, 
to be faithful to one another in our marriages, to our children, to our co-workers, to our brothers and sisters in Christ, to be gentle and not rude or quarrelsome, to have self-control. And the best news of all is even if we forget to give thanks or walk away from Him, He remains faithful. We are not constant, but He is, for He cannot deny Himself. He cannot deny His Word. He cannot deny the promises that He gives to you. He is faithful. He always forgives, always restores, always heals, always lifts up. What a life that Jesus has given to you. So with Jesus, you're not getting a Curter burger at a drive-thru. You're getting a new life. What Jesus says to that one leper, he says to you each and every Sunday, rise, let's go together. Your faith has made you well in love and joy and patience and gentleness. See your entire world through the eyes of faith in Jesus because he is our world. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, the life everlasting. Amen.